0: This is the 5 a.m. Miracle, episode number 474. Is waking up early necessary? Why the 5 a.m. Miracle is not what you think. Good morning, or is it? Welcome to the 5am Miracle. I am Jeff Sanders, and this is the podcast dedicated to dominating your day before breakfast or lunch. My goal is to help you bounce out of bed with enthusiasm or not, create powerful lifelong habits or just some habits occasionally, and tackle your grandest or smallest goals with some maybe awesome energy. Okay, enough jokes aside. In the episode this week, I'm going to break down what the 5am Miracle actually embodies why you should consider all of your options, and why you should ignore my advice all the time. Or sometimes. We'll find out. Let's get to it. You may not expect this opinion from a guy who has devoted his entire career to the concept of early rising. But no, you don't have to wake up early to be productive or successful or awesome at life. As much as I love to beat that drum over and over and over again about the immense value of dominating your day before breakfast, it is not the only path to fulfillment or ambitious achievements or life, personal happiness, value. It, It doesn't have to happen that way. On the episode this week, I want to address the counter-arguments to waking up early, and more importantly, I want to help you find the right routine for you. So is waking up early necessary? Well, the obvious answer is no, as I've just stated multiple times, but I want to go back to the origin story of the 5am miracle and why I decided at some point in my life that waking up early was necessary, that it was important. And the real story for me came from the fact that for many years of my life, I was waking up early by default or waking up early against my own own judgments. Right, I didn't want to do it, uh, but my parents said, you got to be at school on time. And then my bosses said, you need to be at work on time. And we all had these early morning experiences where we chose to wake up early, not because we wanted to but because there was a consequence if we didn't. We had to be somewhere on time for someone else to make sure that we were, you know, at school, at work, etc. But I reached a point in my mid-20s where I was waking up at the last minute. I was stressed out in my morning routine because I was trying to maximize my sleep and wake up literally as late as possible and then rush really fast, get ready, leave the house. And I wanted to change that feeling. I didn't like my stressful mornings. And so I began to go to bed earlier, and then I would wake up earlier and have an actual morning routine that was peaceful, that was calm, that was productive, that was healthy. And the 5 a.m. miracle was born from that experience where I wanted my day to start off better. And so I chose 5AM because it fit with my work schedule at the time. It gave me enough time to say these morning hours can be valuable And then I can still be at work on time and feel great when I get there. So that was where it all came from. But as the years have progressed and I eventually became an entrepreneur and worked for myself and then later on had kids, uh, these different seasons of life have all challenged me in different ways uh, to ask these questions of what does an early morning mean to me? Is 5 a.m. a required time? Is it optional? Is it productive still? Is it backfiring on me? what is my ideal life in this season so i've asked those questions 100,000 times trying to figure out you know number 1 does this podcast still make sense right can i continue to you know praise early mornings every single week on this show and at the end of the day the answer is of course yes um, i am 100% still in love with productive usage of your time of waking up and doing something that matters i love that concept always have probably always will. But of course, the specificity around 5 a.m., that of course is optional for you. You can choose any time you want. That makes sense. But does the early morning aspect have to be part of this? Does this element of I have to be an ambitious high achiever who is aggressive and disciplined and is up before the birds are singing and I'm doing this thing because, you know, this guy in this podcast told me it's awesome, so here we go. I don't want that to be the foundation for that for you. I want all of this to be an internal decision because that's where my best success comes from. It's not because someone told me something. It's because I internalized an idea that connected and resonated with me and the life that I wanted to live. And so I got to a point, uh, even you know, 10 years ago when the show launched, I got to this point of realizing very clearly that success itself does not require extraordinary discipline or 3 a.m. wake up calls or rigid morning routines or literally running marathons before breakfast. Success does not require any of these extreme positions that you're probably imagining that I am talking about here and praising all the time. As much as I love those types of things, and I've had actually a guest on this podcast, Dean Karnazes, one of the most famous ultra runners in the world. He literally has had mornings where he's run marathons before breakfast. Uh, He's a great example of some of the most extreme people on earth who are living lifestyles that most of us are going to read about in a book and say, that's nice. Thanks. Next. And just completely blow off the idea it's possible for you. And so my question was always, how much of that is possible for me? No, I'm not going to run a marathon before breakfast on most mornings or any mornings. But I might want to go for a run before I actually start my day. That's actually possible. It happens all the time. And so what I ended up doing was taking the extreme positions, the most intense people living the craziest lives, and just kind of taking little bits and pieces of what I liked and adding those into my routine, and ignoring the rest. And what that's allowed me to do over time is customize my own mornings to match who I am and who I want to be in this season right here and now. This morning, I crawled out of bed against my will at 6.15 a.m. So I'm not at a current 5 a.m. miracle routine in this moment. Today was not a beautiful day for me. But the day has turned out to be just fine, despite the fact that I did not get up at 5 a.m. and live this miraculous lifestyle, which to me is just, once again, further evidence of the fact that every day is different. Every person, every season is different. All of these experiences are customized, and they're evolving, and they're pivoting, and they're changing, and they're flexible, they're fluid. And that fluidity requires this sense of grace, It requires this sense of saying, I'll give you a pass, man. You don't have to be so crazy and intense. You don't have to wake up early to make this all work. You can calm down and it's going to be fine, right? That's a very different Jeff Sanders, by the way, than I was 10 years ago. This idea that I would give myself a pass, ooh, that was not me when this show first launched. Those 5 a.m. wake-up calls and marathons before breakfast, I was hardcore into that stuff. And I'm not saying I still don't appreciate the past version of me or still don't want to incorporate some of that version of me into who I am today. But I think that when you when you add a few more seasons of life uh, under your belt, you get a little more wisdom, a little more perspective. And yes, a, a little more grace because you realize that life is kind of messy, right? It's kind of a big mess sometimes. And we need a little bit of that. Which brings me to my point about what the 5A miracle is today. You know, has it changed? Is it different than it was 10 years ago itself, the concept? Well, let's talk about it. The 5A miracle, like I said before, when it first launched, was this idea that you wake up early on purpose and you do something significant. So what the five a miracle has always been is being intentional. Like that's the core of the entire message. And intentionality is customizable right it can change and flex on a day-to-day basis because you can decide on any evening routine to be intentional about the next morning in a different way than you were the previous days and different than you will be going forward intentionality is customizable what if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day When you're learning a new language with my sponsor, Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. The 5 A miracle is choosing your mornings on purpose because that's the life you want to live for tomorrow. It is defining, in theory, uh, your ideal life on paper the night before. This is a concept that I have, uh, over time, I have done less of, but it's one that whenever I change my habits, I do this immediately, which is to write down what I want. And that sounds so obvious, but people don't do this. It is so uncommon for someone to literally just take pen to paper. If you want to physically write this down or, of course, digitally type it up where you would say, here is the life I want. Here are the things I want to be true about me. And the 5 a.m. miracle for me is that intentionality based upon the habits of sleep, going to bed on time, waking up on time and then doing specific activities before and after sleep to guarantee that I'm getting that nice reset from one day to then smoothly transition into the next day in a way that's healthy and productive and to get that entire smooth transition of you go to bed on time, on purpose, you get great sleep. The next morning you wake up, you feel well rested. You have a plan for your morning. You go tackle some awesome activity. You begin your work day and man, you feel fantastic because you just dominated your day before breakfast. That lifestyle can be possible for you. It is possible for you. And for me to make that happen, I have to write it down. I have to define what this is on paper. That's the intentional part in action. That's the execution of intentionality is making it more tangible. So once you've done that, you then know your schedule inside and out. You know your plan very well because you designed it You proactively have prepared for the day ahead. You have hopefully over time done a variety of experiments. I can tell you firsthand that you will not discover your ideal morning routine on day one or day 10 or day 100. You will have to experiment for the rest of your life because once again, every season is different. Every day is different. And the experimentation will give you more information about who you are, what you enjoy, what you don't. Uh, My friend Mike Vardy from a Productive Conversation podcast uh, is a late riser and also a productivity guru, and he absolutely thinks that what I do is not for him. He is very much in the camp of go to bed later, and it works for him. And I'm in no way going to knock that lifestyle, even though it's one I don't tend to choose as often. It is one that can and will work. And if you do experiments and you find out, well, hey, for my work schedule, for my energy cycles, for my goals I'm achieving, it actually makes more sense for me to stay up later, wake up later, do things differently, ignore Jeff's advice. If that's where you're at, that's totally fine. That's, once again, intentionality is the point. The final component of what the 5A miracle actually is, and this is the basis of the intentionality component, is focus. You are intentionally focusing on, hopefully, one objective each morning. The reason why the 5 a.m. miracle, I think, stands out from other morning routines and differentiates from uh, other similar guys and gals who are out there teaching these kinds of routines is I teach the idea that a miracle is you have done something with your morning. That's the miracle, right? The 5 a.m. part, of course, we decided is optional or customizable. But the miracle part for me is not because what the miracle is, is saying something significant happened. I did something with my morning, the domination, right? To dominate your day before breakfast. You are going to do that because you did something. It wasn't just a, a, a stressful scramble, right? You didn't just you know jump out of bed against your will, crazily put your clothes on, grab some coffee, run out the door, right? Like you can choose to do that. But in, from my perspective, Nothing significant took place there. All you did was add stress to your life. There was no healthy and productive forward action. And so for you to get to a point where your morning routines are healthy, they are productive, they are pushing your goals forward, well, then you have to actually do something that pushes them forward. And that could be something as simple as 15 minutes of yoga. It could be half an hour of reading your next favorite book. It could be, you know, one hour spent journaling and writing and brainstorming. It could be a morning workout you're going for a run at the park. It doesn't matter, right? You choose your thing. But when you focus on one specific objective and you do that thing, it actually happens. You planned for it ahead of time. You had it on paper. You lived it out. You did it. Holy cow. The rest of your day will feel better because you did your thing. That's, that's where, for me, the joy has always come from. I don't find joy going to bed early. I, I don't. I don't actually like that that much. I don't find joy waking up at 5 a.m. I don't even find joy doing my morning routine. For me, the joy that I am extracting from all of this comes from knowing that I did the thing I set out to do. The pride that I feel the productive, emotional, hormonal response that I get of knowing I just did that and it went really, really well. I kicked its butt, right? Like that feeling of a successful big check for the morning, that's what I live for (laughs) in so many ways. I live for those moments of I set out to do something, I did it, I feel awesome about it, and I'm excited to do it again tomorrow morning. That to me is the miracle. That's what this whole thing is all about, is deciding to live on purpose and then it actually happens. That's miraculous. Now, for any of that to be true, 5 a.m. or waking up early or these, you know, very super early mornings, I don't think they're required for these experiences, but I do think that there is something significant about what they are. So the point of the episode this week was to be the counter argument to all of this. And I know I just kind of gave the 5 a.m. miracle speech here. So let's kind of go to what the 5 a.m. miracle is not. Let's let's see the opposite side of this for a second. First of all, waking up early is not for everyone. I mentioned Mike Vardy earlier, these late risers, these night owls. It's not for everyone, especially those who feel this need that their energy cycles don't peak in the mornings that you actually might feel fantastic in the afternoons, right? Most people, if you have an early morning, the afternoons are going to be your slowest parts of the day where energy really dips and you maybe take a nap. Maybe you, you know, read a book or just really slow the pace of the day. If the early morning thing doesn't work for you and your energy is peaking later and you want to optimize when your energy is best, when your focus is best, which is what I've taught for years, optimizing those energy cycles. Well, then you want to... Make sure your day is scheduled around how your life actually functions, how your body moves throughout the day. And if it's ebbing and flowing in a way that is incongruent with how you've been living, if there is a a clash there that the way you live and the way that you ideally should live are very different, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel it every single day because you're going to be tired. You're going to be stressed. You're going to be fighting against your calendar. And if that becomes your life, it's exhausting. It is stressful and it's ultimately not productive or healthy. And you're going to know it because you're going to feel it in your bones. But the opposite's also true. When you leverage your energy cycles, when you lean in to your best self and your best rhythms, well, then all of a sudden you actually are in rhythm. Things are clicking, things are easy, things are smooth. And none of those things require a specific wake-up time. It just requires you to choose the time that fits for you. The second piece of what the 5A miracle is not is that it's not exclusive, meaning that there's no required career path. There's no athletic minimums. There's no life experience that requires you to do something, to qualify you to take your life seriously and do it on purpose. Right, so the 5 a.m. miracle is not going to be some club you have to join. Even though I actually have a 5 a.m. club, I do have that, but that's not required. The third thing, the 5 a.m. miracle is not waking up super early on very little sleep. Right, the the number one piece of pushback that I've seen for years from this whole concept is that people assume that someone at 5 a.m. is waking up once again against their will, and they're doing so very, very tired, that they don't want to do it because 5 a.m. is painful and it hurts. Obviously, the focus here is not that. The focus is getting to bed early, on time, feeling well-rested because you actually are well-rested. you got all the sleep you needed. That's the goal. Like, I don't want anybody to be tired. I want you to feel great. And so if you're going to feel great with more sleep on a different sleep schedule, then obviously make that shift. Uh, The final point here of what the 5 a.m. miracle is not is that it's not outlandish discipline. It's not military-style extremism. It's not hyper-intense overachievers being crazy. Yes, I've been that guy. (laughs) Yes, I've been there. I know people who are like this. You can be that person. And for some people, it works their whole life. Uh, What I have seen is that it works really well in short bursts. Uh, That kind of intense discipline can set a habit really well. It can set you up to have a new life shift, to pivot in a new way. And the discipline required to change your life uh, is valuable. But then as things kind of play out and that, that habit becomes pretty normal for you, well, then you can calm down quite a bit. So the 5A miracle is not asking anyone to be super or overly intense. In fact, I would argue the exact opposite is actually the best that a calm wake up, that a peaceful entrance into the day, that an ambitious attitude done with a sense of, I've got this. I don't need to be crazy about this. That's kind of the ideal, actually. That's one that's honestly, I've not experienced very often, but when I have, I've been like, ooh, that that's a good thing. A, a calm human being is something special. It's something unique. It's, it's a kind of person I don't see very often, but it's the kind of person that if things are going well and you're calm, you've done something right, right? You have made this work. And so if the five a miracle for you, if waking up early for you, if discipline for you is causing more stress, if it's working against your intuition, if it's causing you harm in any way, it's time for a change. It's time for a shift, right? I'm all for change. Everything I do is about adding in a new habit because I'm going to change something. I'm going to drop something. I'm going to make a shift, make a pivot. That's my whole life. I'm on a swivel all the time, always moving, always shaking, right? That's that's how I live. And so if any part of this isn't working for you, man, just change it. Here we go. We're off somewhere new, and that's going to be the better future for you. So where does this all leave you now that we've discussed kind of why I love early mornings, why early mornings might not be for you? Where does that leave you with your life today? And especially your next set of habits, your next set of routines that will define what your life is going to look like the way I see it is you have a choice to make option one, You can wake up early on most days. You can follow a 5 a.m. miracle lifestyle where waking up early is your thing, and you're going to optimize those morning hours, get something significant done, and let that productive feeling carry into the rest of your day. Option two, you can shift your calendar, shift your work schedule, live in some capacity of a late riser life. Honestly, I don't even know what this looks like. I was going to list off an example of a daily schedule of someone who made this kind of of choice, but I don't know what that is like. I don't know what it means to be a late riser on a practical level. So if you have any advice on that, go ahead and email me, jeff at jeffsanders.com. I would actually like to hear from late risers who are doing really well uh, to know how does that work for you? what are you up to? How does your schedule look? Uh, but this, this is a choice, right? Second option is to wake up later. It is to carry yourself through your day, maybe more as like a type B lifestyle, right? Type A people uh, tend to be more like hyper vigilant with details and checking boxes and drinking coffee, like my life. But people who don't tend to flow that way, people who like to drink green tea and take naps, which is just really not me. Those kinds of people might also be the wake up late people. And they might be onto something as far as, I don't know, peace and harmony and calmness, things that I don't experience as often. So if you have any advice on that, once again, email me. Your third option here, your alternative here is to flex your schedule. So this is where things I think are both perfect and dangerous. Let me explain. Ooh, danger. So the perfect element is that what I said earlier, which is that your daily life, your seasons of life are going to change. And so committing to a specific wake-up call every single day without fail is unlikely for most people. If you were to say, like, I'm going to go to bed at 9 p.m. every night, wake up at 5 a.m. every morning, get exactly eight hours of sleep every night. I don't know a lot of people who live lives that are that consistent what I see definitely in my own life and and that of people that I know is that life is flexible and you will flex your schedule just by the nature of what's required on a day-to-day basis. But there's a huge danger here. And the danger is that it would then cause you potentially to lose the intentionality piece to simply be so flexible with your calendar. So uh, loosey goosey with your boundaries that you don't have any boundaries anymore. And because of that, you're then going to actually lose out on what the 5A miracle provides. Those productive benefits I've discussed so many times will fade because your life's schedule will shift to such a degree that you're no longer as intentional as you have been before. Now, if you can master the balance between waking up early on purpose, flexing your schedule when you need to on purpose, on paper, on your calendar every day, You can find a rhythm that works well here, one that allows you to identify the benefits you get when your life goes as planned, but then also the days where things are a little bit different and still find value in those days, and then, this is the key, pivot back to the early mornings when your schedule gets off. I would argue that most of my life is just that. It's pivoting back to old habits that I know are good. I'm going back to the gym after being gone for a while. I'm going to go back to a 5 a.m. wake-up call after having slept in way too many days in a row. Right? We're going back to the healthy habits after our life has kind of gotten messy. So if your choice is wake up early on most or all days, which is a very disciplined life, and you can make that work, you go for it. If you're going to choose, once again, a later schedule life and make that work for you, also totally possible. But I would argue that most people fall into the third category, which is you're going to do both. You're going to wake up early some days, late some days. You know, It'll be in the middle and other days. It's going to be flexible. But once again, the foundation for all of this to know how to flex well, to be intentional with your time, is that constant desire to get back to what matters, to get back to your written schedule, back to the calendar you chose on purpose because you have goals. You have a plan. And if you just simply let things happen and you become more reactionary, then more fires will appear to be put out and more stressors will appear. And all of a sudden, every task is number one on your list. And you've reached that point of overwhelm where you've lost control of your day. The key to all of this is to be in control and at a, at a level that provides you that calm sense of productive forward movement, where you can say, I've got this right I've got this. This is my day. This is my task list. This is my calendar. This is my life that I chose on purpose. This is who I am. Once you get to that point and you're clear about it, amazing benefits show up. (laughs) Ridiculous benefits show up when things are that smooth. And that's what I want for you. That's the miracle that I want for you. If you're not there yet, if all of this sounds like it's possible, but you're not sure yet what the best schedule is for you, this is your chance to run experiments. This is your chance to find out what works best for you, to plan a few options on paper and test them, right? What makes you feel fantastic? What makes you feel bad and sluggish and stressful? What helps you get your goals accomplished? What causes you to delay and procrastinate on your goals? Ultimately, what brings out the best in you that you want to double down on? That's the stuff you're looking for. And once you know what those things are, you've got a really good plan going forward. If you want a more structured approach to all of this, of course, you can buy my book, The 5 a.m. Miracle. Uh, You can find that at 5ambook.com. I would love to learn more from you. What works for you and what doesn't? I want you to email me, jeff at jeffsanders.com, especially if you're a, a late riser, right? If you have listened to this show before or you're listening right now for the first time and saying... This guy is kind of weird with his early morning thing. I'm going to fill Jeff in. All right. So go ahead and do that. Jeff at jeffsanders.com. And I appreciate all the feedback there. And for the action step this week, I want you to try a new routine. Even if you've been an early riser, I want you to do the opposite. And I want you to wake up late. That's right, I'm serious. If you have been a devout follower of this miraculous 5 a.m. routine, this is your chance to not listen to me. This is your chance to intentionally sleep in, to ignore my advice from the past, because this is your chance to do the anti-5 a.m. miracle to see what happens. This is the experiment. This is the goal. Learn more about yourself and then double down on what works and ignore the rest. Jeffsanders.com slash 474 is the place to go for the episode notes. And of course, subscribe or follow this podcast in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the app you're using right now on your phone. Jeffsanders.com slash subscribe gives you a ton of apps to choose from. And that's all I've got for you here on the 5 a.m. Miracle Podcast this week. Until next time, you have the power to change your life. And the fun begins, uh, I would say bright and early, late and darker. I don't know. Anyway, it's fun somewhere. Hey, it's Jeff Sanders, and I'm here to tell you about Greg McEwan and his amazing show, The Greg McEwan Podcast, part of the Yap Media Network. Want to achieve more by doing less, all while avoiding burnout? You can design a life that really matters with Greg McEwan, author of New York Times bestsellers, Effortless and Essentialism. His mission is to help you advocate and negotiate your way to remarkable results. Every Tuesday, Greg discusses one key topic he finds interesting and valuable through the lens of the essentialist. Every Thursday, he invites thought leaders, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and people like you for inspired weekly conversations focused on learning how to do what matters first and do less but better. His content will stir your thoughts and spark inspiration and action. And his British accents, well, that's just a cherry on top. Subscribe to the Greg McEwen Podcast today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.